Hi, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Kay. Hello, and my name is Teresa. We are going to continue to read from Dr. David Jeremiah's book of Hope, Living Fearlessly in a Scary World. And Teresa, we're going to start out with the principle of divine persuasion. The Bible verse for that is, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Joshua 1.9 While Reverend William Sykes was the chaplain of the University College, Oxford, he described a group of undergraduates with physical disabilities he had known. Their limitations were many, but what linked them together was a quiet courage within them. This experience caused him to ponder the meaning of that word. Looking at the writings of Cardinal Manning, he found this entry. The Italians call it coraggio of greatness of heart. The French courage from whom we have borrowed it, and we understand it to mean manliness, bravery, boldness, fearlessness, springing not from a sense of physical power or from insensibility to danger or pain, but from the moral habit of self-command with deliberation, fully weighing present dangers and clearly foreseeing future consequences and yet in the path of duty, advancing unmoved to its execution. Somehow the students had found a strength inside that transcended their physical limitations. Faith is power. And often it grows by convincing words of someone who persuaded us that we, too, can live courageously. Who among us does not have some kind of disability in skill, desire, motivation, strength, experience, courage, or the countless other traits required to make good progress in life? It's called being human. And it's why every person needs the same exhortation Joshua needed when he stood on the banks of the Jordan River and looked across to a hostile land. He must have remembered what happened when the Israelites stood at the borders of the Promised Land almost 40 years earlier. They had God's promise, yet the challenge paralyzed them. It wasn't the giants in the land that disabled them. It was their giant fear. To prevent this new generation from making the same mistake, Joshua needed to display strength and courage. This meant he needed to be persuaded that God would enable them to meet the challenge. God had just the right words for Israel's new leader. Be strong and of good courage. Only be strong and very courageous. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Joshua 1, 6 through 7 and 9. This is the heart of God's motivational speech to Joshua. Three times he tells him to be strong and courageous. The word strong means to be resolute, firm, and not easily swayed. Courageous conveys a sense of daring and openness to risk. Joshua had proved that he had that inner strength within him. We witness it on the day the spies returned, 10 of them giving a fearful report of unconquerable giants. 
Only two men, Joshua and Caleb, wanted to take hold of God's promises and push forward despite the obstacles. The ten insisted, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. The tale of terror drowned out the counsel of courage. When we face such a situation, we'll either focus on the problem or on the solution. Ten men turned into grasshoppers <laughs> in their own eyes simply by giving rein to their fear. Two men focused on God and his power. Ten spoke of the size of the enemy. Two spoke of the size of their God. Sometimes the majority gets it wrong. The wisdom of God is often found on the narrow path that few travel rather than in the easy and popular choice. Leadership is a great deal more than gauging which way the wind is blowing. It often requires standing firm as the current tries to bend you in another direction. Paul Lawrence Dunbar's little poem makes this point. Minority since the time began have shown the better side of man and often in the list of time One man has made a cause sublime. When I have faced challenges in my life, I have drawn inspiration from envisioning Joshua at the banks of his river. Learning to be strong and courageous or holding on to the words of Paul. If God is for us, who can be against us? From Romans 8.31. These inspiring passages persuade me to be firm and willing to take risks for God. I believe this practice will work for you as well. If you were to die today, where would you go? It's your choice.